lot of sperm banks around this country, as far as I know, have a height requirement of 5'11 and above. Is that true? 99% of sperm banks won't accept, well that, that's, I mean. Women don't want short kids, basically. I mean, I don't know who's running these sperm banks. If there's no heightism, if we're all treated equally like we're supposed to be. Who is running the sperm banks? Women want tall kids because they know that shorter kids are going to struggle. Ow! Guys who are not short have no conception. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, Eastern. I'm Lance Wackerly. You don't want to see me angry. This is Sick and Wrong. Brought to you by the Reacher Island. Dude, I'm obsessed with Hitler's one ball. <laughs> no wonder you're so pissed off. Your life sucks. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, E. Simon. I'm Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? You look crisp. Refreshed, refreshed, raring to go on this uh, episode 159 here. Yeah, that's true. You know, I'm quite the opposite. Yeah. I think I've uh, suffered this past weekend. Much, it was like, you know, my birthday was last Thursday. And uh, thank you, everybody, for the birthday wishes. And it was just solid drinking, marathon drinking session. Just a binge drinking weekend. I, yeah, and I, you know, yesterday was the first day in the past four days that I haven't drank anything. So I'm so finally even kind of recovering Because I was, was going to say, you should do like me and take the day off before the podcast. And then you can be in top form. Well, you ye- already did. well yesterday, yeah. But, uh, dude, I'm still it's recovering still, from you're it. still feeling the effects. See, yeah, one day for me and I'm, I'm sprung back up. Ah, uh, dude, you know, it's... But it's, you stay up till like 6 a.m., which I don't do. Then, dude, I stayed up till 11 a.m. on Sunday. I don't know why you do that. Well, it's like you're you're partying with the, with the, with the ladies. You get into party mode, wild and but crazy if, if guy. But if it's 11 a.m. and you haven't dipped your noodle yet, you're not going to dip your noodle, so just tell them to get the fuck out of there. Well, there was... Um, <laughs> or get their number and be like, hey, I'd really like to do this again next weekend. But at that point, just cut your losses. There was some noodle dipping earlier in the night with one of them. The, so, the other one. Well, why you're still working at it at eleven? Then you should be sleeping. Yeah. No. Exactly. Now you, I don't want to sound like an old man or nothing, but regardless, it's not worth the recovery period. Now I'm a 34 year old man. Now I can't just bounce back like young some young spring chicken. Yeah. You know, it's like back in the day, you could like party all night till 11 a.m. the next day, and then you could sleep go for like a couple hours. hours. Yeah, and like two hours with a two-hour sleep uh, segment in the middle there, and get right back up and go to some you know all-hours bar that opens at 6 a.m. Yeah, but I mean, at this point, you know, it's like really, I would rather just be in bed. Okay, so how was your weekend there, Wankerly? Were you on binge drinking session? Because we all got pretty wasted on my birthday last week. Yeah, I kind of took Friday off, meaning I just got fucked up at home and watched uh, some YouTube. <laughs> That's something that you could never say before, but I really did. I watched like three hours of YouTube because now they put 
shows and shit on YouTube, like breakup documentaries that I never watched. I watched the Mark E. Smith documentary. and oh, the, the, the guy uh, from The Fall? Yeah, and I watched the Nick Cave documentary. I had no idea. Do they have, is it cut up into like 10 minute segments yeah, or something? Yeah, because you can only put it to 10 minutes or something, so they cut it up, but uh, it's watchable. You just click back and click on segment two of six or whatever. It's interesting to me that you're using the internets for like an educational purpose rather than just purely sexual gratification. Because the only videos I really typically watch on the internet um, yeah, have to do with naked women sucking giant penises or something. You know, Right, but what do you do for the other 55 minutes of the hour? <laughs> I guess I watch... Or, or, you know, the other subsequent hours. I guess I watch uh, videos of people falling down. And so are you assuming that I wasn't jerking off to the Nick Cave documentary? <laughs> yes, Marky yes, Smith. fantastic hair. Yeah, well, no, I was not jerking off to Marky Smith. Marky Smith's true. a hot number. Or you can imagine him gumming your fucking balls, though. No, it's good that you took a day off, though, and just kind of recovered. Yeah, then Saturday I saw the Easy Action Marching Band. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Is that the is that the band there? Is there like Bay a rock like and roll, twenty people in yeah, it? Yeah, rock and roll marching band. They have skanky cheerleaders. They come down in the crowd and play their tubas and stuff. S- since when fun. did you start liking live music? You've never liked live music. I've asked you to go to like the Dwarf show a couple weeks ago. You're like, yeah, right. Because this place is three blocks from my house, and it's always ten dollars. So it's convenient steak, and you're cheap. The drinks are cheap. You can always get into the bathroom. There's never a line. I've never waited. Well, I've never waited behind more than like maybe two people here. The uptown people in Oakland is a good place. So, Wanker, this is uh, episode uh, 159 here, Sick and Wrong. Uh-huh. And um, one thing I wanted to do last week, but I think we preempted it because we were talking about something else. I don't even remember what we were talking about last nope, week. neither do I. Because, you know, it's funny. It's the past is pointless. When it comes to podcasting, the past is pointless. I, I don't even remember what stories we did last week. Nope. Unless they're, unless they're written down, I have no idea. So yeah, whatever the intro topic it was that we were talking about last week preempted the topic that I wanted to talk about, which I'm going to talk about this week, uh-huh. because I remember that. So there was a, a certain amount, level of excitement, I guess you could say, about us revealing our pictures yeah. on, uh, on the website. It was and, like if Batman or Spider-Man or somebody were to be unmasked in public. Well, I liken it to Kiss being unmasked because, you know, we kind of have like uh, in the in the podcasting world, we, can, we kind of have the rock star status, don't you think? Is there a sick and wrong army? You sort of. I mean, there's a whole forum of like a thousand people, a thousand plus people that are out there. I think... I think Gene Simmons had sex with more than a thousand women, so... Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Not really equivalent. (laughs) Okay, so on a much smaller scale, it was kind of like Kiss being unmasked. Yeah. But it was funny because people were asking us, I don't know for how long, like, that's not your real picture, and they doubted the pictures that we had posted on the website, and people people were asking us, like, what what do you guys really look like? What do you really look like? So finally, we we decided, you know what, on our three-year anniversary... We're going to unveil our true identities and put up a real picture of ourselves. And we debated. Remember, we're going back and forth deciding what are we going to use? A fake picture? We're going to use a real picture? You know, we're going to. And so we ended up opting for the latter. And uh, yeah. So far as anybody knows. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, well, but but we did. We put up our real picture of us, uh, you know, going out and celebrating after the three year anniversary show by hitting up, like, what, like seven rub and tugs that night? Yeah, the first one sucked. Uh, the second one sort of got me semi-hard. Yeah, I kind of like the forty-five-year-old. <laughs> the seventh, year old... I blew it. Yeah, well, it's like it's it's. There's a difference. You know, you're at a good rub and tug when it's not a forty-five-year-old Vietnamese lady crying while she's jacking you off. You're like you got like a seventeen-year-old Vietnamese girl Man crying. Boy. Yeah, oh girl, right? <laughs> Man boy for you. <laughs> 
But no, you know, so we decided to reveal our true identities. And what cracks me up, and that's what I want to talk about today, is the reaction of people. A lot of people were genuinely shocked or surprised by what we look like. And, I, you know, I kind of anticipated that. Because didn't you say that you idolized Shadow Stevens throughout your childhood, and when you finally saw what he looked like, you were chagrined? I mean, you were disappointed? Shadow you- Stevens amongst many other radio personalities. Even to this day, I'll start listening to somebody, you know, on the AM, and then I'll finally see what they look like, and it's just disappointing. So what about Howard Stern? When you saw what Howard Stern looked like, were you like, eh? See, with Howard Stern, I never even listened to him on the radio. I started watching his TV show, and it used to be on USA Networks, and you'd have to stay up till like, 2 in the morning to, like, see some chicken and juice. Yeah. The, the, the old TV 12. show. Yeah, actually, you know what? To, so I always knew what he looked like. In Michigan, yeah, exactly. Michigan, we didn't have the radio show. I'm more when I see what he looks like now. He, doesn't he look really weird nowadays? You know, I, you? Think he, I think he looks worse now than he did back then with the big, you know, blown out hair that he yeah, used to now have. Yeah, he's got, I don't know what look he's going for. No, now. You know it's what bizarre. it is? It's, he's had a lot of, like, plastic surgery done. Yeah, and he's, he's, like, like lost too much weight. Old. He looks like this kind of, like, desiccated giraffe with, yeah. like, um, some curly hair. It's just, he's weird he's looking. He's married to that blonde gold digger. Yeah, he's still as convinced as, like, his soulmate. It just cracks me up so much every every day when I listen to his show, how, how he's just so in love and you know, you believes know, that she's really into yeah, him. Yeah, but dude, he's so Jewish, he had a rock-solid prenup, guaranteed. Even in the prenup, I bet you she gets a lot. And plus, you know, yeah, he's guess, gonna die someday and she's gonna get all his money. No, she's probably he's fucking a pure gold digger. black dude on the side. Well, I'm sure he gets to have sex with her, I mean, probably, occasionally. Yeah. But no, well, so what we're getting at here is a lot of people were shocked or surprised to see what we look like. And so I'm going to read some of the comments on the forum and, and some of the comments that were emailed into us. So this will be like, am I hot or not? Sick and wrong edition. It, you know, it's kind of am <laughs> I, I hot or not. I wanted to put my picture on that website. I kind of like, do I look diseased or not? <laughs> I'd say like, dude, at least four people wrote in. Wow, D looks like a diseased Perry Farrell. Or D looks like Perry Farrell with AIDS. Or D looks like Perry Farrell with leprosy. I don't even know why they would even say that. Did, did you see that? I know why. Because you refuse to smile for any picture. I don't know if you Wait, think is you're... Perry Farrell a frowner? Well, it just makes you look unhealthy. Because I don't know if you think you're a badass or something, or a hard ass, or some type of an ass. Dude, have you seen... But you have this like grimace <laughs> on your face, like you're a, you know, you're like you're a Calvin Klein underwear model, which that you're it, not. That I'm angry that someone's even has the gall to take my picture? Yes. No, you know, you Do you know, smile for your driver's license picture? No, you want to know why I don't smile? If you see my teeth, I got this huge Cheshire cat like smile going on. I look yeah. like the Joker. It's, it's hideous. What color do you call those? These teeth? Yeah. I don't Is that know. a yellow or a green? I call or? it lemon. <laughs> <laughs> lemon. So uh, someone wrote here D looks creepy and gaunt. Uh, not all like he sounds. Uh, Fozzie Bear wrote in, it's pretty much how I always pictured them. D smoking, Lance playing with himself. Yeah, and both one of, of them going to hook was an unfortunate angle where my. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand what you were doing with that. Were you shoving the can like onto your testicles or resting your testicles on top of the can? Or what were you doing there? It was there? the angle of the photo. <laughs> and let me point out, I think we probably took about 20 pictures. You chose which pictures to put up, and I had no say. No, you know what? I, I sent out um, uh, an email to uh, uh, our friend Chris and our friend Chrissy, my sister, yeah, and a bunch right. of people said, vote now, for the they told three me, that you like. They told me, but you still had final approval. You posted them. Well, you only gave me those three. I had no choice. Uh, Bizzle wrote in, in a weird way, D reminds me of Davey Havoc from AFI before he became a woman. 
Uh, honestly, they're the opposite of what I expected. I pictured Lance to be the taller, lankier one, and D to be more like Lance, but with tattoos and a beer belly. <laughs> <laughs> you are the taller, lankier one. Well, uh, lanky, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have a beer belly, I think. I like this. D is pretty hot, and Lance, I'm not quite sure. I think he has a receding hairline. <laughs> Which is also an angle of the of the picture. Well, it might be receding a little bit, but yeah, I had my head <laughs> tilted back for I, I don't know. I was really drunk, and for some reason, I kept I think tilting, you were my, tilting my head back because I thought it would like reduce the effect of a double chin. <laughs> that was the thought process in my head, frankly. She continues here. At first glance, I thought Wackerly looked like Ben Gibbard from that stupid emo band Death Cab for Cutie. I don't know any of these bands. Yeah. AFI, De- Death Cab for Cutie. What? She says, I think it's the black rim glasses. In the second picture... They, they're not black, by the way. Yeah, aren't they like... They're tortoise shell. <laughs> Same difference. No, it's tortoise shell. They're brown with yellow spots. Nerd. In the second picture... Okay, Henry post- Kissinger, <laughs> don't fucking throw a stone from your glass house. Uh, she says, in the second picture Dee posted, Wackerly looks like this guy that totally led me on and fucked me and never called me back. That's the crazy cat lady who wrote that. I think mm-hmm. she's harboring some uh, resentment there. Yeah, maybe it was you know, Holding a grudge here. <laughs> Um, we got another person who wrote, fucking hell, it's Eddie off of Bottom. <laughs> actually, we had about five people say you look just like Aid Edmondson. Who That's was... actually extremely true. You know, you do, actually. I Except bet... he's an actor, so obviously he looks better than me, but our faces are remarkably similar. Dude, he's hideous similar. looking now. But no, I think at, at that age when he was in Bottom, he was, what, mid-30s, early 30s? I don't know. So you do kind of look like I feel like, like he looks better than me now, even at his current <laughs> age. I'm going to start sending people his picture and just saying that's me. I think what you need to do is get the hat, the fedora, start wearing like the, the business suit, and yeah, just yeah, like pull yeah. off I the Eddie from bottom. I would be fucking hipsters if I did that. And right, maybe dude, that's what I want to do. Girls would be flowing like a river. Well, the English ones with no teeth from uh, the, the way up north, the northern birds. I think that look would fly in San Francisco at this current point in fashion time. I think I think so. I think it's better than uh, – I'd rather look like Aid Edmondson than Vincent Gallo, which a few people have said. Uh, D looks like Vincent Gallo except shorter and Jewish. Wackerly looks like – Shorter the, than Vincent Gallo? I don't how, think I don't How think tall so. is that guy? He's shorter than you. I'm oh, sure. Oh, good. So I could kick his ass. Well, you could kick his ass just because he's a fucking stupid art school fag. Well, dude, eventually it's going to come down to this. We're going to meet each other, and he looks a lot like me. I look a lot like him, and there can only be one. So it's going to be like a Highlander Highlander fight to the death. A Highlander moment, and that's what's going to happen. But I'd rather look like Vincent Gallo than Ralphie from A Christmas Story, who a few people, several people say you look like the grown-up version of Ralphie. The blonde hair, the glasses, and the Hershey syrup. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I think they're talking about Ovaltine. Okay, all right, all right. Confused. So, should, I mean, in similar fashion to me d- dressing up like Eddie from Bottom, should I wear that pink bunny suit out? <laughs> you, Get some you sympathy sex? Actually, you totally should. Or, dude, shave your head into a mohawk and start wearing the jean jacket, the jean vest. What? For the like, Liberty Spikes from the Young Ones. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> not doing that. Uh, totally the opposite of what I was expecting. Had Lance been the shorter I, I had Lance down as the shorter of the two for sure in fact come to think of it seeing the size difference for some reason I'm reminded of Return of the Jedi Jabba and Salacious Crumb you know I actually had to google who Salacious Crumb is I don't know Salacious Crumb is that little rat like creature that was Jabba's <laughs> little like peon or whatever that's the best comment 
Yeah, that that really um, that really flattered me. I was I was nice. To, it was nice to hear that. Uh, we had uh, Kendra wrote in, D's in fine form is exactly what I kind of knew. As for Wacker, there's good news and bad. The good news, Wacker is way less nerdy looking and substantially more handsome than I had imagined. Well, a lot of that has to do with the sick and wrong t-shirt that I was wearing. Very form-fitting. People, look if good. you're a nerd and you want to look less nerdy, buy a sick and wrong t-shirt. That's a, that's a good point you got there going on. Uh, she says, the bad news is he looks exactly like my brother. No joke. If my brother showed me that their photo, I wouldn't think twice about it being him. This, of course, means I can no longer think of Wacker in compromising situations when I masturbate. Okay. After everything we've heard from Kendra with the gang bangs and all the sexual, you know, having sex on the rag and what else? Help me out here. Uh, painting us the bloody picture and like the, <laughs> she, now, the feces and packed bowels. Now yeah, she's I, saying she draws the line at incest. <laughs> Why, how do I get the shirt into that stick? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. And it's not even real incest. It's just sort of like incest because I sort of look like her brother. Dude, she's, That's blu- fucked. she's bluffing. She's That's bluffing. fucked and I'm not going to be fucked. <laughs> Fuck. Finally here, we had uh, Iron Man, another popular guy on the forum here. He wrote in, I thought Lance would be tall with tiny arms. <laughs> He looks like, like, a, like a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex. Iron Man is fucked in the head. Can we like all agree? He really is. There's something wrong with him. I mean, it, no, we he's all, it's a good way. We all love him for it, but something is wrong with him. Tiny you, arms? Do you remember that article? How did he, why would you even imagine how long my arms were? Do you remember that article we did a while ago about a Mexican horror writer that like killed and ate his girlfriend? Yeah. I think that is Iron Man. I think you're right. I really think it is. So yeah, tall with tiny arms. He looks like he could kick some ass. He also looks like a Mexican and Spanish actor. He could totally... Um, Pull some drunk sluts down the pull some drunk sluts down the borders if he stays away from the sci-fi topics. So if I went to Mexico, I would get laid. Is that what he's saying? I think that's that's what he's saying. He says I look like some vampire, some evil psychopath, sex addict. I think he's looking in the mirror there. <laughs> Maybe. So regardless, uh, we it was it was interesting to see what um, people's reactions to his pictures. You know, not that I really give. A flying fuck what anyone really thinks about it but i did i did find it kind of funny and rather amusing and and it kind of spawned into this whole photoshop contest which i knew it was going to happen i knew that was inevitable that people were going to and, and dude you know it really i was really kind of amazed at the creativity of the listening audience like there's some people that came up with stuff i would never even think of Hilarious. Yeah. yeah, not so much skill. Not Photoshop skill. <laughs> you don't need skill with Photoshop. I've All always I've maintained seen some that. Of your <laughs> That's why I'm saying you don't exactly. need skill with Photoshop. Yeah. And I'm not a Photoshop wizard either, but uh, you know, some of some of them creativity creativity creatively. Creatively. <laughs> Are just uh, out of this world. Yeah, Gold no, stars all around. There, there's some great ones. So it spawned into this. We're, we're going to have a Photoshop, uh, a Photoshop contest going on. A Dean Wacker Photoshop contest. You can check out all the entries on the forum. You just have to join. I think it's in the sick and wrong category. Photoshop contest. But there, they, they, that guy Redfield came up with some really funny ones. I know yeah, BK is throwing his hat in the mix. And uh, yeah, there's some really Fozzie good ones. made a couple. <laughs> Yeah. Most of them gay-themed. You know, I was going to repost some of them on MySpace, but a lot of them you can't. I mean, they're just too, <laughs> they're just too violent down. and too much nudity. But yeah, we're going to have a prize for the first prize. It's been a while since we've done a sick and wrong contest. But there will be a first prize. of, of the, the first person will get a prize and the uh, second. Is this um, purely on your and my judgment? or how, No, how I don't know exactly how it's going to work. I, I say we keep it going for another week, and then uh, maybe, have maybe we'll have a poll. We'll decide at the time. We'll have a poll on the forum or something, and yeah, the winner, first place winner will get a prize, and second runner-up will. 
But you know what? This whole thing of this this critique of of our physiques. I mean, I I got a lot of abuse, but just all around that I look like a Ralphie and my uh, receding hairline. And yeah, uh, you don't look, look like, like you have AIDS. <laughs> you look like uh, Vincent Gallo with AIDS. But the, there was a consistent thread for you though. The, right, the skinny, short, the short, the, yeah, n- not the skinny thing. That's a compliment. Okay, the short, short thing. Jew. Yeah, no, that yeah, that definitely How do you was feel a very about cons- that, the short thing. Well, this is what's kind of leading me into the the intro topic here that I wanted to talk about. So, actually, after hearing what complete strangers think about your physical characteristics, if by some weird random twist of fate you're taking a shit and like the shit genie comes out of the toilet and says, Wackerly. I will change one physical characteristic of your being. And uh, yeah, whatever you want me to change, just one physical characteristic, I can change it right now, completely painless and uh, life-altering. What would it be? No side effects? No side effects. If you could change one physical characteristic, what would it be? Well, I think that's obvious. What? <laughs> I was hoping you would say something that that would be funny. <laughs> but, uh... What, you'd uh, just not want to look like Ralphie? <laughs> That's kind of there. Get a get a large scrotum. No, I mean I would want <laughs> I would want a huge cock. Well, you definitely would need not, not that uh, you definitely not, need improvement in that uh, category. No, no, that area. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to be I'm not going to be that guy. That's you know that's Steele's and Howard Stern shtick that they have small penises. I'm not that guy, but but I want more. I what I've always wanted that I've never had. I want to be when I. Like having the first time with a new girl, and I take my underpants off. I wanted to like sort of gasp in horror, just in complete shock, like recoil. Well, and- fear, not even shock, <laughs> fear. Because like, I mean, she could be shocked because it was like you know pustuous or something. But I want like fear, like oh my god, what have like, I gotten myself that's into? That's supposed to go in me. There's I wanted no to way. sort of like move six inches towards the door, but then think better of it and be like, oh, I gotta do it. Well, that's got to be like a much, mag light, you know. That's got to be much better than the peals of laughter that you elicit now. Laughter, yeah. The giggling. <laughs> but I mean, the, the expressions wor- of awe. Oh, yeah, cute. yeah. The worst thing you can get is the yeah, the old sympathy thing. Like, oh, it's so cute. Aww, oh, you li- so little cute. guy. Put that little condom baby bonnet Look at on you, that you're thing. You're trying to have sex with me with that little thing. <laughs> no, you know, I, I see where That's you're coming good. from. I see where you're coming from. It would be kind of cool to pull out like a John Holmes, Ron Jeremy sized cock. And I don't want to go. I don't want it like hanging to my fucking. Like a fucking ankle. mag light. No, I don't want something that's like a problem to deal with. Well, like the, I said, all I want is the gasp. You just the whole like, <laughs> oh my, fuck. like Jesus Christ, and then she, then like you know, she tells all her girlfriends, "I've never seen a dick that big." And then every one of those girls will say to it. her, "Like, oh yeah, big dick. I don't like big dicks." Blah blah blah. But then they'll be dialing you, like, they'll be like "Oh, do you have?" In the back of their mind, it's like I want to take Wackerly for a spin. Exactly. That's you what know, I want. If uh, I wasn't so short. I think I would probably want that too. No, I'm content with my average size member. That doesn't bother me. I mean, whatever. It's like you know, girls. Average don't... for a hobbit or a person. <laughs> average for a for for an adult human being, um, Caucasian human being. But then, <laughs> <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is like, yeah, the girl doesn't you know recoil in shock or fear or horror, but uh, she also doesn't start giggling and. Yeah, like trying no, to stroke the, it the best with you can pinky. ask for if you have an average size penis is just for there to be no comment. But yeah, exactly, no comment, and just to be like, yeah, stick that in me, and let's yeah. just have fun here. Yeah, because even even if they just, even if you know you don't have a huge cock, and then they start telling you how big it is, that's even kind of just like 
fuck off. Yeah, because then you look <laughs> at it and you're like, you're lying. Yeah, I yeah. know you're lying. It's just a normal sized cock, and let's just get to get this thing on. Yeah, it's like you craving whore. You've had way bigger. I know you're lying. <laughs> look how big your pussy is. Come on. <laughs> I can, you think I don't know what's been in there? I can fit my foot in that thing. Fucking traffic cones. What are you using <laughs> for a dildo? No, but what I, I think if I had the opportunity to change one physical characteristic, I think it would be my height. Yeah. And, and not that I have a complex about my height. I'm not that short. I'm like 5'8". And five eight. <laughs> okay, okay. Sure. What, what's I'll average? Let that go. What's the what's the average American male? Five eleven, five ten. No, five eight's average. Is five eight average? I thought five ten was average. And I'm like five nine if I have shoes on. <laughs> I, I no, dude. Believe me, I wear boots. But no, so like I'm about five eight, and I guess yeah. The, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Go on, go on. The last three girlfriends I've had have, have been taller than me, and, and that's fine. I'm you know once again, I'm content with my height. Doesn't bother me. But if given an opportunity to change it, yeah, dude, I wouldn't mind being six two. You wouldn't mind being six two. I wouldn't mind it. I'm just saying, there's other things before that, you know. I mean, dude, think about it. All girls love taller men. How many girls do you know that are like, God, I just love guys that are five foot two? None. <laughs> I, I've never met a girl that's like, yeah, my dream guy is about five two. But it depends how tall you they know, are. If there's a chick who's five Inseam of his pants, about a 26. I'm happy with if that. If there's a chick who's five feet, yeah, I mean. We're not talking about the Shire here. We're not talking about <laughs> Hobbit people. I'm talking about like. I thought we were talking Amer- about you. <laughs> what? I'm talking I'm about confused. average American women here. I think if you went just on the street and took a poll and said, would you rather date a guy that's 5'6 or a guy that's six foot? Guarantee they'd choose six foot. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably. Yeah, that's most likely. I do think there's a lot of girls out there, though, who don't want like a guy who's two feet taller than them. No, I no, I think well, that's true. I mean, because that's, <laughs> yeah, that's but no. that would be completely disproportionate. But I'm saying it's girls like, can wear heels and you know even the fucking odds out. But like you know the the chances of you know me dating a girl that's like you know five eleven is usually kind of slim. Yeah. But but I mean sometimes the girls don't mind because they can kind of walk around with you like look at my cute little cupid doll guy <laughs> like, here like you know my little leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. I was reading an article today, I was doing uh, the magazine Men's Journal, and I was reading an article about a controversial procedure called cosmetic limb lengthening. And I had never heard of it, but it did, you know, pique my interest, to uh, say the uh, least. Sounds pretty quackish. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, I, you know, I thought the one thing you could never change would be your bone structure or your height. Yeah, I mean, that's like, you know, your legs are a primary... uh, you know, organ or I don't know what you call them, part of your body that you actually use. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's unlike your cheekbones or your you know nose or something that you can you can sort of fiddle around with. Well, it's interesting to me that someone would take such measures for vanity. I mean, this is way worse than liposuction. This is much worse. I mean, think about the potential repercussions of like a surgery of a surgical procedure gone awry. I mean, you could be deformed. I mean, well, you could, it'd you know, be much worse. You could, uh, you could even be amputee. Yeah, you could be an amputee. <laughs> but yet, uh, people are willing to do this, and people are willing to spend a lot of money. So this article profiles this guy, twenty-six-year-old dude who is an architect, um, successful guy named Jeff, who's five foot six, and I guess he was always obsessed with his height or lack thereof. Yeah. And Did he uh, designed skyscrapers as an architect. Oh, the irony! <laughs> the, the irony, irony. is there. Uh, he resented having to wear lifts and get his pants hemmed an extra several inches. You know, I have to always get my pants hemmed, but I don't wear lifts. 
Um, and also, he hated having to smile when a girlfriend's parents teased him about how they would have short grandchildren. That actually sucks. Have you ever had to? You, know, you probably never had to deal with that, but I've no. had to deal with that a couple times. <laughs> it's like, man, your kids would be so short and be like, yeah, you know, we're never having kids. Vasectomy. <laughs> And you just see their face like, oh, really? Or you could just be like, oh, yeah, well, actually, we're not, never going to have kids because your daughter has gonorrhea and she's fucking <laughs> ruined her womb. The syphilis I don't know has if you just knew destroyed this, but, that womb. Yeah. <laughs> like I Craven wear a condom, whore. so I'm fine when, we're fucking, when I'm fucking your daughter. Well, this, uh, this guy came across, I guess he was uh, searching a, a website called makemetaller.org, and he came across... Oh, an, .org. Well, that means it's legitimate, right? <laughs> yeah, it's legit. <laughs> All .orgs are legitimate. Well, he came across a message board about a miracle surgery at the Betz Institute in Lebanc, Germany. It's an advanced procedure that promised to make any person about four inches taller uh, with far fewer health risks. Even Yao Ming? Yeah, and, and I guess procedures in the past involved this thing called the, the Lazarus method, in which a cage-like apparatus was attached to each leg and patients turned a set of screws to stretch their bones. So now instead of doing this, what they actually do is implant like a, uh, it's, it's a bone canal. Like a, they, plant in, they put an implant inside your leg itself, your bone canal, inside your femur. Uh-huh. And that like you actually stretch. You know, it doesn't say in the marrow. I don't know. So, so well, let me get into this. So, so what ended up happening is, um, is uh, Jeff ended up contacting Dr. Betts. He quit his job. He liquidated some investments, borrowed some money from his parents, and uh, took like a two-year leave of absence from work, went to Germany to get this procedure done. His femurs were severed by a surgical saw. The surgeon inserted a rod-like telescoping implant in the bone canal of each leg, bridging the cut. <laughs> He then fastened to each rod and fastened each rod in place with four pins. The next morning, Jeff stood up on his new legs and took a few steps on crutches. The next morning, yeah, the next morning wow. he did. So for the next ten weeks, there's a lengthening phase. After the surgery, a sticky blood mass called a callus, which is the beginning of a new bone, formed on each of his broken femurs. His job was to click a remote control that signaled the rod to telescope out one millimeter a day, stretching yeah. the bone callus with it. Uh, he described the feelings in pubescent terms as being an intense growth spurt. And so I guess it lasted. <laughs> and in adult terms as being excruciatingly painful. painful. <laughs> but don't you think he'd still be misshapen? I mean, you have really long femurs. Your, your whole leg isn't long. Your torso, your upper torso is still the so same size. So you've got size. really long thighs and then like short shins. and short, No, I think short... your shins are what it would be. Or no, your, stretch, femur or your femur is I your oh, Okay, your thigh. Yeah. So it's like your femur is being stretched out. So you'd have right. this really long femur and these like stumpy shins that you're standing on. Well, they're adding f- four inches, you said. Yeah, no, he ended up. Uh, I don't know if I would notice it's. If, I mean, I guess you. I don't know. Somebody was wearing, if they were wearing shorts, it would look weird. But pants, I don't know if you would notice. He came out of it, um, you know, with uh, his legs feeling and you fine. Never, I, I have never, ever seen you wear shorts. So I think this is the procedure for you. You know, I don't wear shorts. So I mean, have you ever, when was the last time you wore some shorts? I can't even remember the last time I wore shorts. When you go to the gym, shorts. do you wear shorts? No. <laughs> I, wear wear <laughs> I wear sweatpants. Yeah. <laughs> I do love when guys work out wearing like acid wash jeans and a mullet. Yeah. Yeah, it is always cool. No, but you have like uh, jogging pants. Dude, you do not want to see my pale, translucent legs. <laughs> Just these hairless legs. It would, it would, you'd be blinded. Like a salamander. So a person could argue that to pay upwards of 100 grand for a risky, excruciatingly painful surgery that adds just a few inches to your frame is insane. And it is by far the most extreme and expensive procedure that a human being can submit to in the name of vanity. 
Really? It's like over so this is grams. more expensive than having your penis turned into a vagina. Yeah, because that that you can get that done in Thailand for like fifty grand. <laughs> you know, I, I've looked a, into it. I've well, looked into let's it. Let's compare apples to apples. Though. How much would it cost in Germany? Well, yeah, actually, I don't know, and yeah. I bet you they do a much better job. Yeah, they may okay. Well, you have to go where the procedure's available, right? But beyond the agony of having your bones cut in two and stretched. CLL carries risks like pinhole infections, nerve damage, and severe deformity. So really, dude, for four inches, would you be willing to take that risk? On my cock or on my legs? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking your about legs. Again? Your legs. No. To be that no, never, never. I No, I hate surgery. No, surgery is wrong and uh, it's unnatural. And, uh, you know, even though he's doing fine now, I, I assume he had this like within the past year or so. Who, who, who's to say what's going to fucking happen when he's 70 years old, you know? Well, what I don't understand about it, it's, I mean, in this day and age, does height really matter all that much? I know women prefer to be taller or prefer to be with a taller man. But I mean, is it? Ooh, I mean, that's people, true, all, all things being equal. But the whole thing is, you know, you're a human being. You can, you can equalize other things or, or promote your strengths or whatever, you know. You do a podcast, some dudes <laughs> women have lots are so of money. Im- women are so impressed by that. Yeah, some but, guys are actually funny to talk to. But do you think in this day and age, a man's earning power and his reproductive success correlates with his height? Do you think that's true? I, I've true anymore? heard, yes, that that is true. And I assume you have some type of factoid to throw in my face. No, I don't actually. But I mean, people say that, they, that it does. And, and that's why, like, you know, the, this guy Jeff is willing to risk some kind of uh you know procedure but he's already that, an architect like what does he want uh, what does he want he wants, he to be wants the that CEO extra four of, inches of general electric i mean <laughs> is he go? is he doing this for his career or his own personal body image i think he's doing it for his own personal body image yeah I, here's what i think <clears throat> i think a girl would be much more impressed with a dude that has a hundred thousand dollars in his bank account or a ferrari yeah, <laughs> that you could exactly. buy with a hundred thousand dollars than a guy who's like four inches taller than the next dude. Exactly. Four inches taller than the next dude is a plumber. I think she'd much rather be with the guy with that platinum credit card. Yeah. You know, I mean, and then, I don't know. Well, anyway, to, um, just in summation here. Some Couldn't of the- he buy like a bunch of helium balloons and like to strap to his arms so he could just sort of float up? <laughs> it it just seems like it'd be a, lot, a, che- taller. a lot cheaper than this surgery. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if uh, most and guys would go for balloons. that. I don't know if you knew that. I think they should just get just larger platform shoes. Girls <laughs> like that too. Look at Tom Cruise with some goldfish in him. <laughs> to save money, uh, many CLL patients go to countries like Brazil, China, and Egypt, where the surgery, which isn't covered by insurance, can cost as little as ten grand. Well, yeah, they built the pyramids in Egypt, and those are fucking tall, so they know what they're doing. But you gotta admit, though, dude. I mean, it's like there's. Got to be a huge difference between paying a hundred grand or hundred fifty grand in Germany versus ten grand in Brazil. Yeah, it's a ninety. <laughs> getting any kind of type of surgery at a ninety percent discount. <laughs> got to make you ra- wary. It's got to make you wary. Razor is a red flag. So, um, on this website here, MakeMeTaller.org, uh, one former patient claims that he was abandoned during his lengthening procedure in Iran, shackled to an antiquated external leg stretching device. It sounds like the rack. And left with a handful of pain suppositories he had to self-administer. He returned really? to Really? Yeah, could you imagine that? <laughs> Just like here, stick these in your ass, and uh, yeah, I'll make the pain go away. Is a pain suppository a good time? You know, I've never done it. 
Mm. Mental <laughs> note. <laughs> Next week's intro. Let's call Fozzie <laughs> Bear. Let's call Fozzie Bear. He would know. Well, oh, I thought you were going to say maybe he had some he could mail to us. <laughs> <laughs> no, poppers maybe. Anals or uh, pain suppositories. I don't know. Uh, so this guy here uh, returned from Iran to the U.S. with infections and his left leg bent at an odd angle. He was broke and near suicidal. He says, tall or short, you're ugly when you limp and walk like a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Two words have never been said. And I guess a lot of American doctors say they encounter cases like this on a regular basis. Uh, one guy said uh, this guy went to the Ukraine to get this procedure done. He came back with infections. Surgeons had to shorten all the inches he gained. The guy still has a deformity to this day. <laughs> and they had to take up an extra couple of inches. And so now he's like 4'8". <laughs> he's like just a midget. The Ukraine? He looks like the leprechaun. Seriously. Was it Ward Davis? The U- he thought going to the Ukraine for surgery was a good idea. Dude, I like, can... if the Russians don't bomb the shit out of the country while I'm there, maybe the surgery will go all right. Maybe I'll get out of there a lot. Dude, he's lucky he didn't have his organs stolen. Yeah, seriously. I mean, seriously. What but, the fuck? So, in conclusion, I'm perfectly content being 5'8". And I think you should be content being 5'6". And what you should concentrate on is making as much money as you possibly can and having a lot of cocaine. Because that's what's going to get you hot ass. Cocaine, really. That's, yeah, that's dude. The, that's the thing. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you're... Six foot four. You can live in a studio in the Tenderloin, and if you have cocaine, girls will come to your you, place. Girls will come to your place. You. Exactly. I think that, but then it's that's easy. What, in this day and age, I don't think it's height that matters anymore. I think it's like it's uh, financial stature. Couldn't you buy? I mean, you could buy a lifetime supply of cocaine for a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, for sure. Well, not lifetime. Well, <laughs> by, by that point, you're going to be doing the, a lot. You, but, enough for the rest of your wanting to hang out with young chicks' life. Put it this way: if you're like Al Pacino in Scarface, just sticking his head into a mound of cocaine well, on no, his desk, no, no, no. you're going to have some hot chicks in your in your domicile in your apartment. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You'd have to ration it. I'm not saying put a big pile on the table. But, I mean, you know, every weekend you bring out a little baggie of it. But, dude, I mean, even beyond the cocaine, don't you think you're going to impress a girl? If you bring her back to your, like, whatever, $500,000 loft apartment or million-dollar loft apartment and in your Jaguar, don't you think she's willing to forego the height requirements? I would think so, but and so that, I have neither I think, of those things, so I can't prove it out in a, via experiment. So instead of going and having this like uh, you know this painful procedure done, I think you should just concentrate on getting money and cocaine. <laughs> cocaine first. <laughs> so people, uh, this is episode 159 here of Sick and Wrong, as I mentioned before. Quick recap of last week's show, episode 158. I did a story about um, a Vegas Santa who... Um, Gave dieting tips to his daughter by chaining her to a bedpost. Uh, we actually did a story about a doctor, a benevolent doctor, who gave a brownie to his daughter and then uh, had her got hit in the face and the whole house burned down. Yeah. And a listener did a story about a Texas death row inmate who uh, plucked out his eyeball. The well, second one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the second eyeball. Well, the listener ended up winning. No big surprise there. 94 votes. Uh, I came in second with 76. And frankly, you came in a distant third at 41. Yeah. A lot of people don't vote, huh? Because we think we have more listeners than this, right? Oh, no, we do. A lot of people don't vote. I don't know why. You know, and, and I think last week or two weeks ago, we had way more people vote. I think you don't know why, because people listen through iTunes uh-huh. and they don't have time to go to our website or yeah, they forget about downs. it. Yeah, sure. But people, I mean, you I'm can not always. Complaining. You can always vote and leave us a little witty comment by visiting sickandwrongpodcast.com. So, you know the way the show works. Wacken and I comb the internet for the most disturbing news items of the week, present them here on the show. Hopefully, the audience votes. Winner gets a case of beer. We throw in a wild card with a listener submission. 
You can send a sick and wrong podcast at hotmail.com or submit directly in the article section on the forum page. I believe you started last week, Ragley. Yeah. So uh, let me kick off episode 159 with my story. So, Wackerly, we had about, I don't know, 25 listeners send in this story I'm about to do. And you know what? I'm about fed up here with giving the listeners the best story of the week. And I'm not saying my story is the best story of the week, but you know how, like, there'll, there'll be one, you know, massive act of atrocity that occurs that week, and we'll get, like, 25 listeners sending us in that story. Yeah, I know that. And to be honest... Dude, I read the news every day. I found this story first before I even checked my email and saw that anyone had sent it in. So I know there's going to be like a whole bevy of people writing into us saying, D stole my story. D stole my story. You know, he's a dick. Well, you know what? <laughs> you can why I don't all, check the email. You can all eat a bag of dicks right now because I'm doing the story this week. I'm, f- I'm fed up with it, dude. Had it up to here. So yeah, this story is my fucking story. Suck it. Uh, Belgium crash stabbings. Uh, this is the first picture, which I'm going to have to include on the website here, of Kim de Gelder, a man arrested for the stabbings in a Belgian crash. What's a crash? A crash or crash? I'm not exactly sure how to, how to pronounce it here. <laughs> All I, our Belgian fans can but, call in and pronounce it for us. You know, we actually do have a few of them. Um, a crash is a uh, daycare. It's just a Belgian term for daycare. Okay, I sure. just think it's funny that this article is written in English, but yet they still happen to use that term. Instead of just saying daycare. Instead of saying daycare. Fuckers. Nursery. Yeah. Whatever. De Gelder here, 20 years old, has been charged in the attack in which nine-month-old Leon Garcia, which is kind of a weird Belgian name, and six-month-old... <laughs> it's month- not <laughs> Belgian. It's Spanish. Why do they have uh, Mexicans in, in Belgium? <laughs> like, why, why would they have Mexicans in Belgium? How the hell would they get over there? Well, she might be Spanish. I've always maintained, though, if you go over to Belgium or you go over to Sweden, you open up a Taco Bell, uh-huh. you make a mint. Then you get some chicks, Wackerly. Can we just start calling Spain Old Mexico? <laughs> It'd clear up a lot of shit for me. All right, from this point on, on this show, any Spanish article will be Old now Mexico. referred to as Old Mexico. All right, good. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, he also uh, killed six-month-old Cornel Vermeer, which is more of a Belgian name. And then he injured 10 other toddlers and two uh, staff members who suffered from knife wounds. Uh, De Gelder here is originally from St. Nicholas, a small town about eight miles from the scene of the killings. He's been taken is to Is he his... an elf? <laughs> a Christmas elf? <laughs> you know, he kind of looks like an evil Christmas elf. Oh, he went rogue. Well, if you look at this picture, and I'm going to get to this in a second, they were calling him the Joker because of the white face paint and black eye makeup he was wearing. So he kind of looks like this evil kind of gnome-like creature. Right, but as you and I know, I mean, they, they're calling him the Joker because the prevalence of the movie that just came out. But as you and I know, that's really a black metal look. He is a very black metal so looking guy. he looks like guy. King Diamond or something. King Diamond or like the dude from Cradle of Filth or the guys from Dark Throne or that dude from Burzum. What were those Norwegian black metal bands? Right. And uh, yeah, it, it's, it's interesting to me because they're calling him the Joker because of the face paint. But really, this kid was one of those like deranged black metalers. Uh-huh. Um, but here, let me uh, get into some details here. Uh, he's been taken to a secure lo- location far away from Dendermond, which is where the uh, the uh, murders occurred, amid fears of vigilante attacks. You know, you wonder if mob rules in Belgium. 
I guess when you break into a nursery and kill a bunch of toddlers and stab a bunch of like uh, staff workers, yeah, it tends to anger people. Well, what are they going to do in Belgium? Throw some chocolate bars at them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, isn't that kind of like uh, one some of those neutral Belgian, countries? Some Stella or Trois. Yeah, it's like I'm not. I'm not uh, that... I shook up my my Stella and I'm spraying it in your face, <laughs> you baby mother. Uh -huh. You sound like a Frenchman. Well, they do speak French there and Dutch. It's a oh, big yeah, issue. I guess they, they do. Bifurcated language. I, I guess they're kind of like French hybrids, aren't they? And Dutch. Yeah, French-Dutch <laughs> hybrids. So just as big of a wussy as, uh, yeah, as the French. Uh, but the development came as it emerged that a Belgian crèche worker here who died trying to save the children in her care from the Joker knife attacker gave herself to others right up to her death. I guess she had worked in this nursery for 35 years. And, uh, yeah, she defended the nursery and the children in an attack which claimed her own life. And yeah. the lives of two young kids. She wasn't that great. I'm sure she was molesting the kids. <laughs> It'll come out later. <laughs> Only in America. Uh, her last act was to raise the alarm when the killer, who has been dubbed the Joker because he had a white face and eyeshadow, tricked his way inside and began slitting the children's throats one by one. Now, how did he trick his way inside? Uh, he actually had been had been uh, scoping out the place for a period of time and kind of knew the back way to get in there. Wow. And uh, yeah, so this this kid's obviously a black metal kid. And if you look at it, you know, I guess the people who are uninformed or people who don't know about black metal would say, yeah, this guy's got makeup on. We're going to call him the Joker because of the Dark Knight movie. But think about black metal recently. Remember those like black lull black metal picks that came out recently? Black uh, metal yeah, I do. I do remember that. Dude, yeah. Black metal's kind of develop this clown-like image. And it, it's, it's good to know that you have, like, severely deranged kids like this who are kind of maintaining the, the black metal fearful image. Uh-huh. You know, And the fact that he it. scoped the place out is going to make it hard for him to mount a insanity defense. Well, he's, he has no previous criminal record and no history of mental health problems. He said that police, police believe that the killer had an attack plan, but said the suspect had told them not a word during extensive interviews. Uh, they recovered a weapons cache, which comprised of three knives, one battle axe, and a replica pistol. You can't be black metal without a, a battle axe. Yeah, you really need Or a scimitar, or like a morning star or something. All, all, all of those things. I think you need, you need some type of a spiked bracelet. You need a spiked bracelet. You need like a leather mail or chain mail outfit or something. Is some type of fur garment required? Like a fur vest? Yeah, the Vikings. They've, or like a fur, <laughs> like kind of like a shoulder pad thing. Yeah, something with fur. Uh, the killer got inside the crash through an unlocked but little known side door, which was used only by parents of children dropping them off late suggesting that he had been watching the building. Now, I don't know how it is in Belgium. Maybe they're very trustworthy there. Maybe they're, they're trusting. Maybe, they, they don't, maybe they're just unaware and completely oblivious. Uh -huh. But in the U.S., anywhere in the U.S., if there is a kid wearing white face makeup and black eyeshadow sitting outside, you know, handling a battle axe and staring at a daycare, a red flag would have been would have arisen, you know. I mean, think about it. I think someone would have called the cops and like, yeah, there's a creepy weirdo watching the nursery. Well, in Belgium, they just consider that performance art. <laughs> yeah, maybe, oh, there, there is a mime. There's he, a mime on the street corner. He's going through a phase, huh? <laughs> you know, I like kids going through a phase. I gave him a kroner. Whatever the Belgian money is, something like that, isn't it? Well, uh, the very effective Belgian police said uh, they can't confirm that there was an attack attack plan but he set up our suspicion 
that he did have a plan. My favorite part of the story is that the Belgian police, you know, don't have the hard ass uh, interrogation techniques to like break this motherfucker down and make him say something. Dude, they're like giving him chocolates and fucking Stella's and uh, like, oh, would you like some tea with that? Or, you know, how quickly uh, would you like to tell us anything about the crime? But think uh, about it no, historically. No, how quickly? OK, did they... well, you don't have to say anything. Uh, don't let me pressure you. We have all day. But seriously, think about think about this historically, what you just said. How quickly did they just completely surrender, bend over and just expose their hindquarters for the Germans? The Belgians? I don't know. And the French. I don't know what happened. And the Dutch. I honestly have no idea what happened in Belgium. Dude, seriously, they were all anal rape, gladly anal rape, saying, go, there's Jews over here, there's Jews over here, take them. Yeah. Well, you know, know, if the Nazis would have won that confrontation, World War II, this dude would have been in a world of shit right now. Yeah, he probably actually probably would It might never even have happened, because standing on the corner with face paint and a battle axe, I don't think is pretty well accepted in a Nazi regime. Dude, Eichmann used to do it all the time. Well, he has, <laughs> he has a special privileges, though. Uh, police For have, a normal dude. Police have dis- disclosed that uh, the colder here laughed through his nose and snickered the entire time during the interrogations, completely refused to cooperate. That's another <laughs> thing. <laughs> but that's another thing that would never happen in the U.S. If yeah. this kid had just went in and massacred babies and then was laughing about it, dude, he would have been, like, face-planted into the floor. Well, you get, that's when you get out the phone book and the lead pipe. Exactly. You've seen The Shield. Yeah, you know well, what happens. Uh, details of the frenzied 50-minute massacre have emerged. Sources said the attacker passed, passed by older children to deliberately target the youngest babies, picking them up one by one and slitting their throats. There was blood everywhere, said a police officer. Baby's blood. It sounds to me that he did have a plan. I don't know. Well, a plan, yes. A purpose, no. No, well, no. Maybe not. Maybe he was trying to recapture the fear. The image of black metal. I don't know. Uh, he moved through the building for 15 minutes attacking kids with a 12-inch knife. He is wearing a bulletproof vest to protect himself in case of resistance. Wow. Nine of the 21 kids inside were unharmed, so he apparently he wasn't that, that successful. But, but <laughs> nine think, of 21? <laughs> that's a pretty good ratio. Dude, nine out of 21, that's less than half. It, dude, yeah, think about wait, it. Wait, wait, but you said nine out of 21 were unharmed. Okay, all right, all right. My, I take that back, I guess. But, I mean, he only killed two. Think about how many babies you could kill if you went into a nursery and there's just one, like, female worker, staff worker. Do you think he had remorse and was like, well, I'm just going to wound three through three through 21. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. want to kill them. I feel bad now. Yeah, but, you know, he, de- he definitely had to have a plan. But if you think about this guy, whether or not he had a plan, whether or not he's a complete utter mental case... He definitely upped the ante because you can be a black metal guy who burns down churches. You can be a black metal guy who takes a bunch of guns and shoots up your high school. Or do they you, often murder their bandmates? Or happen? yeah, or you can murder your bandmates. Or you can be a black metal guy that scopes out a daycare center for a period of time and then goes in and massacres babies. That mm. almost takes it up a whole other level, like three levels higher, <laughs> don't you think? There's some levels in between there. Yeah, I'll admit that. I, you know, I guarantee... This is a pretty heinous story. It's actually more heinous than nor- our normal story. Yeah, it's pretty hideous, and that's why I'm giving it five stars. What do you think is going to happen to this guy in Bel- in the Belgium Belgian judicial system? Well, if it's anything like the UK, he'll probably get about six months in prison and, uh, I don't know, not be allowed to drink any Stella for about a year. Yeah, go live in some, like, resort-ish type, uh, I don't know, 
Yeah, you know, I don't know. Home. No, actually, dude, if, if you think about it, these places don't have capital punishment, which in the U.S., this guy definitely would have fried. But in, uh, in Belgium, he'll probably get life in prison. Don't you think? I don't know. We shall see. It'll be interesting to find out when the details emerge. But I'm giving it five stars. Five stars on the second wrong brown star scale. What about you, Wackerly? Uh, five, yeah. It's got to be five. It's just crazy. I mean, did he? Ne- I'm kind of pissed that he never gave, like, at least some crazy-ass reason. Like, didn't I say did anything. this to raise Beazelbob into Belgium and feed him <laughs> a Stella. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, he hasn't fully disclosed I'd like details. to hear his They haven't his gone reason. to trial. I, I want to hear his manifesto, is what I'm saying. We'll find out. Yeah. So what do you have here for episode 159? Uh, I have something a little bit more lighthearted. Uh, a twenty-year-old Brazilian model died. <laughs> what? Killing babies isn't lighthearted. <laughs> no, it's not. A twenty-year-old Brazilian model died. Yeah, have you heard? Th- that's of this? a tragedy. It is a kind of a tragedy, and I'll show you the picture uh, at the end of this. But um, so Mariana Bridi, who's a Brazilian model, she's twenty years old. She's fucking hot. Here's a picture of her. Damn, dude. Notice her hands. And How'd picture. she die? Well, yeah, I'll she, get to she, that. Has, she has sexy hands. <laughs> no Very long, feminine. No longer. Um, she was said to have first sought medical help in December when she felt unwell. It was reported that medical staff initially thought she had kidney stones, which is weird. I actually had a friend who had kidney stones in in high school, and he actually passed one. Like you know, a stone came through his dick into the toilet. Dude, I've heard that's like a. It's like when men. It's a, it's it's isn't it equivalent to when men give birth. Yeah, and it's like um, giving birth. Just, yeah, he said he he passed out. Well, this is how he told it to me. He passed, he found he like woke up sort of with his head smacked against the tile of the bathroom, and then looked in the toilet, and there's this little rock. Oh God, dude. <laughs> So that's what I thought she had, but uh, later she was diagnosed with a urinary infection, which women uh, frequently get, I guess. Especially in Brazil, dude. Guys are dirty out there. Yeah, with their dirty fucking dog dicks. <laughs> Uncircumcised penises. Uh, and they said it was actually not just a normal urinary infection. It was a caused by a rare type of bacteria rather than just your run-of-the-mill bacteria urinary infection. Were you talking about Ebola or something? Yeah. By the time they detected this See, urinary- That's why you wear a condom out there, kids. I don't know if it was Ebola, actually, but some rare type. Uh, But by the time that they detected the urinary infection, the 20-year-old model had developed uh, a blood infection, septicemia. Jesus, dude. And I'm hoping that Iowa girl, after we do this story in the subsequent weeks, maybe she could probably call in with some good septicemia stories. I'm sure she has a couple up her sleeve. Before her illness, uh, Mariana Brigitte seemed to be in the initial stages of a highly successful career. So this wasn't just like, you know, as chicks will say, like, I'm a model. I was in the Sears catalog in Omaha, Nebraska for like October 1988. She, she, she had runway success here. Yeah, well, she was twice a finalist in the Brazilian stage of the Miss World competition. Dude, and Brazilian chicks are so hot. Yeah, and they're always up near the top of the hot chicks anyway. So oh, she's definitely. the top of the top. Um, uh, doctors were said to have amputated both her feet and both her hands and removed part of her stomach in an effort to save her life once they sort of noticed or, or found out or you know the extent of this full body infection that she developed so that has to adversely affect her modeling career i'd imagine well 
And then she died, which really affects oh, it. Yeah, so there's no more modeling going on but there at gotta, all. But you got to think. I mean, they say when you go to the hospital, if you really have like a really horrible disease or something, like a big part of your recovery is like you've got to think positively. You've got to want to get through it. You've got to see like, yeah, I'm all fucked up now, but I can well, still light a- at the end of the tunnel. You got to look Or not even to- that, but just accept that like, yeah, you know, I got amputated part of my body, but I could still have a very productive life. If you have your foot cut off because you have gangrene or something – and all you think about in the hospital is like how fucked your life is, and how you're never gonna like play soccer again. You'd probably or be suicidal or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, you just you don't even have to be suicidal because your body will just like sort of shut process down. that negativity and shut down. And so I wonder if ever after having her both her hands and both her feet cut off, she just lost hope, and that's why she died, or if the infection actually got her. It's an interesting point. And let me elaborate on that point because. I kind of see just a gross injustice in the world of modeling here that people might not well, What think. do you mean? Like ugly people get the shaft? Actually, they don't. Because think about it like this. You could have a facial deformity. You could have like the world's biggest hair lip and one ear and a nose that's completely crooked, but have beautiful hands and beautiful <laughs> yeah, just feet. Just beautiful hands and, and feet. And those people have work by being like a, you know, a model for watches. I guess they call them a hand model, right? Or a yeah, foot. Like, you can model socks. Seriously, how much work do foot models get? Hand models. If you're a good one, you could probably make a good living, especially in Brazil because it's cheap to live there. (laughs) But think about it this way. If you aren't facially deformed but your hands and feet are cut off, how much real like full bodily modeling work are you going to get? Well, not, only, not a whole lot. <laughs> no, I can understand that. Not only modeling work, but what else is she going to do? Beg. Be a piece of art? <laughs> a throw rug? I, I don't even know. Yeah, it's like, okay, she's a really hot chick. I mean, what is Paul? Well, a torso. Is Paul not McCartney going to find her and marry her? Yeah, she really has to go for Paul McCartney. That he's available. No, I mean, he and he's obviously into amputees. Well, one limb though. That you know that I can't even remember her name, but that chick yeah. is only missing one limb. Well, my question to you, Ackerley, even though looking at this picture of how beautiful this woman is, if she was missing her hands and her feet, would you still have sex with her? Right at the wrists and ankles. You get or a stump, higher up. You get a stump job. Right at the wrists and ankles or higher up? No, right at wrists and ankles. So no hands, no feet. Come on, dude. Look at her. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I guess I would. How many fosters are we talking about here? Well, like one, two, maybe. <laughs> two fosters. But would you, here's, here's another question. Would you establish rules early on that like, listen, don't get the stumps near my face because <laughs> I'm going to lose wood. It's totally going to kill my boner. I think I, I don't know. Depending how drunk, I might want it. Yeah, you probably would. Depending, on how, you what, probably depending would. on how many fosters I've had. <laughs> I would either institute the, like, yeah, give me the stump, I'm going to suck in your wrist, or keep him away from me, and I'm, I'm tying Dude, down, it would be actually. keep him, I would have a keep him away from me rule that would go on. She would know, just don't touch me the stumps. Yeah, but they're healed up and, like, skinned over. And stumpy, about- and stumpy. There's a, I just, did, I don't know, it'd kill it for me. Have you ever had your balls stumped before? No, <laughs> and I never will. And you, with that kind of attitude, you won't. Yep. No, seriously. I, there's a couple things I draw the line at, and it's stumping. By the way, before we get out of here, uh, that's a picture of septicemia right there. Kind okay, that's disgusting. It's, it's kind of like upping my ante here. I kind of want to know why. Scabs. I want to know how she contracted this infection. Well, I told you it started with a urinary infection, so it was somebody's dirty dick. So it had to have been a dirty, uncircumcised I mean, I could be wrong, but isn't it every time a girl gets a urinary infection, it's a result of having sex 
I mean, isn't that is this just a line that girls give us? Like, no, it I usually have a is. Infection. It's your fault because you didn't wash your cock. <laughs> it usually is, though. Is that true, or is that just something these girls tell us so we fucking have you know pamper them during their time? I don't know. Pain? I always kind of look at them just to be like, oh, I didn't wash my cock. <laughs> you know, and you look at them, you're like, how many cocks have you been in contact with? Or well, maybe you just didn't wash your vagina. I don't know. Or you know, pee hole. I question all those dirty bitches. But so seriously, though, sick and wrong star scale. She was a model. She was a model. And uh, I mean, it completely destroyed her life. It's life shattering, not to mention well, she's killed dead. her. <laughs> it killed her. Her life has been destroyed. But how long did she actually live with no hands, no feet? For a few it days? It doesn't sound like very long, yeah. Oh, so that's going to lessen my score. I'm going to give it. Oh, I, I meant five months. <laughs> I'm giving it a 3.75. Really? Yeah, dude. I mean, it's like she's a hot chick. She had her fun. How old was she? 24, 25? Did I mention that she developed this this infection in December? Oh, so Less she... than a month ago. Within a month, she was hot, popular, famous model in Brazil, developed an infection, had all of her hands and feet cut off, and then she died of an infection. Okay, that is kind of harsh. <laughs> I'm going to give it four stars. All right, four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. All right, we'll see what the listening audience has to say about that one. So, Wankerly, uh, we received a rather grisly story for the listener's submission this week. And, and as I mentioned before, several people sent this one in as well. And I'm going to give it to the first person uh, who sent it in, whose name is Zach. Um, and he's from the Random Ass Show, the RA Show. Have you heard uh, about those guys? Those guys have emailed us in the past. Yeah, yeah. We put a link up, I think. Yeah, go we check it out. RAshow.com, the Random Ass Show. So, Zach writes, hey, guys, the story's getting sicker with each news update. This guy cut his girl's head up in a cafe at Virginia Tech, which that should ring a bell. What's interesting is that, yet again, it was a Chinese student who did the killing. Only this time, he only killed one person, who also happened to be Chinese, and she had only been in the U.S. for two weeks. What's even more disturbing is the guy who killed her was her listing for an emergency contact. Now that's fucked up. Have a good one. Later, Zach. All right. It's interesting. So what, what, there are so many interesting points to this story, but the fact that it, that it, uh, the coincidence that was at Virginia Tech was that a year ago that Ho Chi Minh shot up that school. <laughs> yeah, I think so. What was his name? His name wasn't Ho Chi Minh. Cho Sung Hui. Cho Sung Hui. I don't think he was Chinese. <laughs> he was Korean or something. Oh, okay, yeah, actually, I think he was Korean. <laughs> Dude, in the Midwest, it's all the same. But no, um, what I'm wondering here, though. Is that the guy actually, Ho Chi Minh or whatever, went in there. Cho Sung Lee. <laughs> Cho Sung Lee went Lee. in there and he shot like 32 people. And it happened at Virginia Tech. Less than a year later. Well, those another, Asians are overachievers. I don't know if you know this. Another Asian person decapitated a fellow student. Dude, I'm about to wonder. Like, I don't think I would go to Berkeley. Dude, how many Asians go to Berkeley? UC Berkeley. Oh, I think it's like 70% or something. I'm that not scares even, I'm not me. even shitting you. It's something like that. It yeah. scares me. They're all overachievers. But here's the, the, the pressure's here's the on. Thing. Here's the thing. You have to make a distinction between Asian Americans and FOBs. Okay, is so FOB you is mean a, foreign a, Asian a proper people. Proper term. Is that not looked cuz it's not it's I don't not, think it's a, a derogatory term. I mean, I mean it derogatorily, but I think it's PC. I don't think it's not PC for me to say fresh no. off the boat. Like, well, are you an Asian porn. from Asia? Are you a China? Are you Chinese from China? Are you just about to say China men? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's derogatory and okay, racist. I, I, I didn't I, say I, it. Stri- strike that it. from the record. <laughs> you said it. I, that's where I make my distinction. 
No, I, I, I agree with you. Because those are the people on the BART who will, like, crowd your ass into the corner. Because they just that's how they do it they in They feel China. like it's Hong Kong or yeah, something. If yeah, a dude, exactly. If a Chinese guy or Chinese-American guy grew up in Bakersfield, I can totally kick it with that guy. But seriously, no, they're the same type of people that'll grab your, like, chihuahua and eat it because they think yeah, it's like, you yeah, know. Yeah, and he doesn't smell like dried shrimp. <laughs> but you got to admit, dude, Virginia Tech is damned. That school is just, I mean, that school think, it, it just has a black mark on it. Do you think Who's they're going to institute, like, now? a no-Asian policy? Well, I think they should. Well, they've instituted a no-handgun policy on campus. There's no handguns, and now the— Well, the, unless you're Cho Sung-Hui and you bring them on campus, but you're not supposed <laughs> to have them. But, uh, you know, apparently they've got a—you know, as well as handguns, they have a problem with Asians. Though. And I wonder if it's all Asians or if it's, like, something that, that's in the water. The Asian water? I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, I wonder. Maybe it's something that's in, like, you know, they eat those peas, those, like, uh, those, what are those dried, dried peas? peas? Wasabi, wasabi peas. peas. Yeah. There might be something that, in the wasabi Japanese. peas. That's Japanese. Okay, but my bad here. <laughs> All right. A female if, Chinese, let me get to the story before I uh, sink in this hole any further. A female Chinese graduate student was decapitated by a fellow student in a campus cafe at Virginia Tech, which was also the scene of the worst school shooting in U.S. history in 2007. So it was a couple of years ago. So the shooting occurred, at least part of it, at this cafe. Uh, not, well, the, the, oh, the, the, campus, the killing sorry. did, yeah. yeah, yeah sorry. So pro- approximately 7 p.m. last Wednesday, Yang Xin, a 22-year-old graduate student from Beijing, was killed at the Albampang Cafe on the Virginia Tech campus. Uh, they added that the emergency contact records suggest that Yang and the student who murdered her, Zhu Haiyang from uh, Ningbo, China, knew each other beforehand. According to officials, witnesses said Zhu, 25 years old, attacked Yang with a kitchen knife. Apparently, there were seven witnesses in the cafe. There had been no argument, no shouting, when all of a sudden the young woman was attacked and uh, Yang just, or um, Zhu completely decapitated her. Now, did these people both work there? How did he get a kitchen knife? You know, I think was he, he a patron or was he an employee? He was a patron. They were just sitting there having coffee in a cafe, and next thing you know... Usually there's not a kitchen knife on the table when I'm having coffee. Well, I'm wondering if it was like a blunt knife that was just on the table, like a Is steak he, knife? Does kitchen knife, yeah, does kitchen knife mean a chef's knife or like, yeah, or like a butter knife or like, or like a steak knife? I think it was just a steak knife that was on the table. All right, I just don't have my, my terminology. But what's, what's interesting up. to me is, is this how they settle domestic disputes in China? Like, I mean, okay, so there's no shouting. You know, women are, have submissive roles in Asian countries. So it's, so if you think about it, she's not saying anything. He's probably really angry at her. Next thing you know, decapitated. She Off gave with her head. A, she gave him a, a surly look. But I, I just wonder if, you know, in, in China, is this just kind of accepted? Like, did she present her neck, say, okay, I pissed you off, cut it off? No. No? I think but I mean, there's what... no shouting? Why was she so, like, subdued? I I think it's just I mean why we got why do you got to make this a Chinese thing I think she just didn't see it coming or once she did see it coming it was too late Yeah but dude I mean you can struggle a little bit when you're trying to sever a head with a kitchen knife Where does it say she didn't struggle I guess there's, there's no shouting before the stabbing is what the people are saying okay. I'm sure she you think she just sat there while her whole head was sliced <laughs> off and didn't make a noise Is that the illusion that you're under well, I'm just wondering, okay? I, I got this mental image of what happened in this cafe. Right, and it's wrong. Your mental image is fucked. It might be. Police received a 911 call minutes after the assault, and the officer who arrived at the scene found Yang's head had been cut off. Was the dude still there, like, standing there? Yeah, the officer said that when he, she arrived at the scene, she found Zhu just holding Yang's head in his hand, 
bouncing it up and down. He's kind of like, <laughs> like dandling a baby on your knee. He's kind of like a Chinese Hamlet. I mean, do you think he was continuing the conversation they were having before? Alas, Yorick, I knew you well. You <laughs> no, but I mean, they were probably having an argu- or argument or conversation before. And uh, now I, she's a little more cooperative. <laughs> uh, this is horrible and tragic. No back chat. <laughs> uh, says uh, the officer, this is horrible and tra- uh, tragic, especially when we know that Virginia Tech has had its share, fair share of hardship and horror. And he's referring to Cho Sung Hui, a 23-year-old Virginia Tech student who last year shot 32 fellow classmates and teachers to death before killing himself. And what's the speaker's name? Uh, this is uh, Officer Ozarski. And he makes no mention of what the fuck's up with these Asians at our school? No, it doesn't even go on to, but doesn't even go on to elaborate on the Asian conspiracy. But guaranteed, behind closed behind doors, behind closed like, doors, comments are being made. Exactly. So Zhu is charged with first degree murder and is being held at a county jail. He's not had a record. About, he doesn't have a criminal record at the university or the local police. Apparently, the 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 victim here had arrived at Virginia Tech in early January. She's only been here a couple of weeks to study accounting. Zhu, the murderer, was a PhD graduate student in agriculture and applied economics. I don't know, dude. I don't understand why Asians go mental at Virginia Tech, but there's something but really, in the wasabi peanuts <laughs> that are causing them to go I crazy. Don't, I don't think Chinese people or or and Cho Sung-hui was an American-born Korean guy. Like, okay, it's the dried squid. I don't think they have the a fortune common, cookies. Here's the thing, D. <laughs> all these Asian countries, and then the ones in the country and the ones that live in America, they all hate each other. Yeah, I guess that is true. They I mean, they have divisive. more prejudices between each other than we could ever even imagine, you know, having justification for against them. So I think to lump them all into one category might be... We're doing them an hurt. injustice. We are doing yeah. them an injustice by doing that. But I just wonder why isn't Asian people that are killing and causing massacres at Virginia Tech? Because uh, it doesn't happen at Berkeley. It didn't happen at University of Michigan. But it ha- it has happened, right? Other like maybe white dudes. Like there was the uh, Ypsilanti murders in, in around you know Ann Arbor, and uh, I'm just saying you know, that within two years, two grisly murders, two grisly killings. Here's the thing: if I was Asian and I went to Virginia Tech, I would adopt a completely badass attitude at this point. I would get a black <laughs> leather jacket, and I would get some Liberty spikes. Yeah, and I would just own it, dude. I would just I would intimidate like, like, everybody. Me, Do not fuck with me because I'm a fucking badass. I guess if you think I'm a about badass it. badass Asian motherfucker. I guess and if you, th- you fuck with me, I might shoot up the school. I might cut your fucking head off, bitch. <laughs> now give me those wasabi peas. I love that shit. <laughs> bitch. Okay, so on the sick and wrong. I would, I would, I would like it. On the sick and wrong brown star scale, keep in mind this dude was at a coffee shop and he completely severed a woman's head. And I got to give him credit for just waiting for the cops to come around and dandling it on his knee. You know, I'm giving it a five star just because he was holding the head in his hand, bouncing it up and down. I'm giving that shit five wasabi peas, <laughs> motherfucker. They're Japanese. We'll see what the listening audience has to say about that one. Go vote. Sickandwrongpodcast.com. You can decide who won episode at 159. Hi, this is Bob Madigan, and you're living... Ah, listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and Ron. Sick and Ron. <laughs> Thanks, dude. Right here. 
Yes, you're listening to Sick or Not, and this is Bob Madigan, and uh, I hope you're still going to listen later on, dude. People, we're nearing the end of the show here, and as usual, we get to phone calls to the Sick and Wrong hotline, which you can call at 206-666-3846. You can now Skype us if you live in a foreign country. It's just Sick and Wrong Podcast on Skype, and I think we did get a, a number of uh, Skype calls, which I think I was bitching about last week because no one was using it. We were both bitching about it. Yeah. You can also email us at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Well, I know we got a, we received a few calls to Sick and Wrong Hotline, so yeah, let's uh, start up here with call number one. Hey guys, this is Heather, the soccer mom. I wanted to call and comment on the subject of childhood obesity. It is unfucking acceptable No bueno. A little Mexican speech there for the Iron Man. <laughs> um, seriously, it's, it's the parents' fault. Who's doing the grocery shopping? Who's going to fucking McDonald's every night buying the Happy Meals? It's the parents, right? And I'm no tween. You know, she's like a straight vegetarian Nazi here. Do you think she makes her kids, do you think she forces those kids to be vegetarian? Yeah, she told us that in the past. Yeah, but is is that fair to the kid? (sighs) I... Yeah, I think it's fine. As long as she's giving them a balanced vegan diet, yeah, I guess Well, it's I can fair. understand that, but it's like, you know, I'm vegetarian, and I chose it on my own accord. My, you know, my family still ate meat, and I just wonder if you should give the kid the option. Or because if they're your kid, you can just choose their diet? Yeah, that's fine. I mean, as long as you're not making them just eat, like, romaine lettuce, <laughs> starving them on that. Well, I'm sure she gives them treats. I mean, I, I guess I could kind of understand that. But, you know, if your kid likes meat, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't deny them the pleasure of eating, you know, meat. Animal flesh. Animal flesh. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's proving herself to be a woman after your own heart. I know. I agree with her, though, keeping those kids lean and slim. Nazi. Okay, my kids get to eat junk food, but they do. Vegan junk food? <laughs> she says, what'd she say? She's not a Twinkie Nazi. So I assume she feeds her kids Twinkies. I didn't know Twinkies were vegan, but I guess they must be. She might not be vegan. She's vegetarian. Vegetarian, okay. Yeah. All right. But they do it in moderation, just like anything else in life, right? So, okay. And I wanted to say I really like the crazy gun toting vet in Tennessee. It's nice to see my peeps representing on the show. So that's very cool. We teach our kids, we started at the age of five, teaching them how to handle a gun. Because you have to in Tennessee. Everybody has fucking guns. They go spend the night with their friends, there's guaranteed to be guns in the house, right? Yeah. So they have to know like the gun safety and all that shit. So, and you know, I love Obama and all, but if he tries to take my gun, he's going to have to pry it out of my cold, dead hands. Bye. Okay, so what I wonder about this, what is she shooting with those guns in uh, Tennessee? Carrots? Broccoli? I mean, <laughs> wait, seriously, what? if you're a vegetarian, do you really need to have a gun? Well, she doesn't say she's anti-murder. She's just not eating the flesh. <laughs> she's just not eating the flesh of what she kills. I, don't, I doubt she's a hunter. I bet you her husband is, though. I think her husband eats meat. Um, she doesn't. And the kids thereby are not allowed to eat meat either. Right, but they're allowed to have the guns and maybe hunt things, and then the dad eats them. So, <laughs> He's got so, a lot of meat to get through. Did you ever, as a child in uh, Michigan, did you ever were you ever allowed to handle a gun at the age of five? Is that safe? Oh, uh, well, at some age I was. I don't know if it was five. I don't remember what happened when I was five. I do remember my dad... Uh, taking me and my brother out to his friend's 
place. You had a, a chicken coop, right? And actually, this is an extended storyline. So we went out when the all these little chicks were out there, and we would smash mosquitoes on your palm, and then you'd hold it down for this little chick, a baby chicken, and it would peck your hand and eat the mosquito, right? It was great. Okay, this explains a lot. And then um, about, you know, whatever period of a chicken's lifetime later, we went out when all these chickens were full grown, and they slaughtered all the chickens. So so you fed these like little, fifty chickens. You you fed these little chicks, and then like what? A year later, they just slaughtered them all. Yeah, there's a stump, and then there's two nails put in the stump, and then uh, the guy grabs the chicken by the neck and puts its neck in between the two nails and brings the ch- the axe right down on its head. And yet, you still eat meat. And then wait, <laughs> and then the body of the chicken. The head sort of rolls off the stump, and the body goes running around the yard, like, for quite a long time, actually, like, several minutes. See, that would have made and me a vegetarian. Actually, it was great. If you're, you know, I probably was about five, or between five and seven or something. My brother, obviously, was a couple years younger than me. And it's great. You run around and chase the chicken, and there's <laughs> the blood headless shooting. chickens. Yeah, there's blood shooting out, and by the end of the day, there's, like, 50 chicken bodies laying around the yard, and you go pick them up by the feet and put them in a bag or something. I don't, it, the, I, the memory becomes hazy at that point. I don't it, it's what no happens. wonder, though, you turned out the way you are there, Wackerly. Well, I just eat meat. Jeffrey just, Dahmer in the making chicken here. Chicken is good. But I, I have to agree with Soccer Mom here. Keep your kids lean and slim. It's the parents' fault. It's the parents that cause these kids to be obese gastropods. Yeah, I don't think it's moderation. I just think, you know, keep your kids active and, like, chasing chicken, headless chickens around the yard, and they'll burn off all those extra calories. And not sitting at home playing Xbox for eight hours and eating Twinkies. Right. I agree with that. What, what about call number two here? Um, the second call is uh, one of our, what are we calling them? Live, Live action, action phone calls. Phone call. Hi, this is Kendra. I want to take the first shit on the air. Here it goes. It has been done. <laughs> Thanks, Kendra. Thanks, Kendra, for calling in. You know, Kendra kind of sounds a lot like a uh, Iowa girl. She lost her uh, accent. Yeah, she doesn't sound very Canadian. But, you know, I am impressed that uh, she was able to capture the sound of the turd hitting the water. I think maybe she put her f- cell phone right down near the bowl. And just caught and captured the sound. Well, thank you. Another live action phone call. It has been done. Someone took a shit on the air. Right I am wrong. eagerly awaiting next week's live action phone call. Yeah, I wonder what, what we've what Pandora's box we've opened here. Thank next, you, Kendra. Call next, number three. Next call. Hi, right, sick and wrong. Scott in Des Moines again. Oh, nice. Hey, Scott from Iowa. Congratulations on your show and um, for having it for three years and. So I've been doing some drinking here and uh, just sitting on the pot. I think I might have ripped my asshole apart here. <laughs> I think I might have blown it out. Um, nice. Thanks so for sharing. Anyways, uh, I wanted to call in. I got this story. I know this lady. She told me this the other day. Um, she works in this office building. <clears throat> she works in this office building well, here. Hold on a second, Rackley. Is Is he... Moving his bowels right now while he's talking to us. It's unclear whether he's finished or he's in the middle of the dump. Because I hear some grunts going on here. Uh, you know, I I don't know. Maybe people as a you know a, a golden rule is like maybe you should dump first then call. Yeah. 
I mean, my up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to establish a bunch of rules. <laughs> well, it's another live action phone call. That's for sure. An unofficial live action phone call. If you don't say it has been done at the end, it's not official. Okay, it's not official. And it's a real upscale, real fancy building. And um, so she went into work the other day and the police were there. And she couldn't. So she went and she asked her boss why. Well, it turns out somebody had gone into the ladies' bathroom and written shit all over the mirror in shit. So <laughs> they called the police, which I found kind of humor- humorous. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> He's succumbing to the stench of his own dirt right now. Gee, is he constipated? I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, anyways, I thought that was pretty funny that they would call the police. And the police said that they thought that it was teenagers or adolescents had come into the office and done that. But think about the kind of person that would really do that, you know? Um, just, yeah, let's go into an office building and right all over the walls with our feces all over the mirror. <laughs> Anyways, you guys have a good day, and thank you very much for the show. It's very enjoyable for me. And all right, bye bye. God, that guy sounds like a serial killer. So my question is, what did they write on the wall in their own feces? No, he said they wrote shit in their own shit. Oh wait, so they wrote the word shit in shit? Yeah, not the most creative thing you could write with. Yeah, but it's kind of postmodern. It's like shit in shit. Semiotics. Yeah, no, exactly. I, it's like it's very symbolic there. Is it the thing or is it the thing that it represents? Yeah. What's uh, the third uh, end of the triangle? Uh, I can't remember it. The referent, <laughs> the referee, and the something else. An isosceles triangle? The observer. The observer. The shit doesn't observe itself, so it doesn't, no. really, it doesn't really hold up to the whole theory. But what I'm wondering, it's like, if you were going to take the time to write a message in shit, wouldn't you want to write some kind of cryptic message that people would be like, oh, what does this mean? Like, you know, the world's going to end in 2012 or the rapture or something. I mean, I would, I, I think I'd try to write something a little more like ominous than just shit in my own shit. Number two, we'll get on you. That's what I would write. <laughs> well, thank you, Scott, for uh, calling that in. And, uh, you know, it's also kind of interesting that he was talking about shit while shitting. Yeah. God, there's so many layers. Well, the second wrong. Has <laughs> Scott from Iowa or Des Moines, as he, he calls himself, ever called in and told any story that didn't involve feces? Do you think Scott's married? <laughs> Maybe. I wonder. Well, people call the second wrong hotline 206 666 3846. We always love to hear what you have to say. And uh, yeah, keep those live action phone calls coming. Oh, actually, we received a few emails too, I want to get to. Uh, one came from Edwin here. He says, hey, Dean Lance, please don't abandon your fans in need and answer my plea. I've always wondered, what are your lines for picking up birds? You always say how you went to a bar this weekend and got laid with a hot chick, and I've always wondered how. I'm 24 <laughs> years oh, old. Oh, you believe that? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Quit shattering the illusions, Wackerly. I'm 24 years old, and I've only had one girlfriend so far, so I have no idea on even how to start a conversation. Maybe you could share your huge experience or give us some dating tips, like what are the best places to score, how to spot a chick that's eager to fuck today, and what to do when you spotted one. Maybe you could even pick up one another to show us how it's supposed to happen. Well, that's not going to happen. Th- that's definitely not <laughs> going to happen. We're not doing that. I think Fonzie Bear would jerk off when he hears it. 
Well, that's true. I'm pretty sure 90% of your fans don't score at all, so this might be very helpful. You know what's funny is I was trying to arrange an interview a while back with this guy who wrote a book called The Game about picking up chicks. Right. And, uh, you know, uh, he never answered which my email. Which is pure shit, by the way. It which is. is why I, which is why I nixed the idea, although you still might be gestating it in your mind. I, I'm still thinking of somehow trying to spin it to you so you can like, get the go-ahead to have him on the show. <laughs> but as you can see, it, there's definitely like an area of necessity. That we haven't um, actually explored yet. A need has not been fulfilled. But, you know, as Edwin states, 90% of our fans probably don't actually score on a regular basis and could probably use this guy's wisdom. But, you know, Edwin, I I recommend maybe picking up that book, The Game, and you can kind of figure it out for yourself. But, you know, you really don't need any of these books. I think what you really need to do, I mean, this guy's 24, obviously you can go to a bar, is you need to talk to girls. (laughs) Don't just leer, don't salivate and stare. Just go talk to them. It's hard to get laid without talking to girls, unless you're paying for it. And pickup lines don't work either. No. I, I think the best line that I've ever used, which isn't even a line at all, is, Hi, my name's D. How you doing? Yeah, I like, hey, how's it going? Or, hey, what's up? Um, you know, would you like a drink? <laughs> you know, do the carpet match, does the carpet match the curtains? That's a line. Don't say that. That usually doesn't work. But no, lines don't work. What, what I usually, this is my technique, is... First of all, usually the times I ever get laid is a girl comes up and says something to me, which doesn't happen all that often. But it doesn't happen very often to a lot of people. But it happens enough that it's like, you know, you got tattoos, a girl will come up and say something about your tattoos or something. Not that I'm saying that Edwin should go out and get fully tattooed, but it does help sometimes. But this is a good point, though. What if the girl isn't, what if you had your eye on some other girl and then this girl comes up and talks to you? doesn't matter, dude. You, you get a girl there. It's, a, it's just like it's... Yeah, you, and my point being, sometimes you need to, like, get off your high horse. Be an opportunist. And get off your, you know, self, uh, you know, the image that you have of yourself and the, the goals that you have of what girl you think you're going to get. Take what you can get. And take what you can get. Exactly. And, you know, I mean, a lesson from Captain Carl, our good friend here. Captain Carl's just, like, process of elimination. I mean, he'll talk to, like, 20 girls. He's at a any machine. given bar. He's, He's a, a machine. I, I don't even go to that extent. But he'll talk to 20 girls at any given bar. Finally, one of them's going to relent and just be like, you know, shut the fuck up and let's have sex. Yeah. I'm going to have sex with you just to shut just your Just to shut your mouth. But, but usually, typically what happens to me is uh, go sit at the bar. Don't sit at a table in the back. You know, try to like dress somewhat neatly i mean hygiene's always important yeah wash your face yeah put don't, some deodorant don't on. look like a crackhead put some clean clothes on you know, i wouldn't wear white face makeup and black eyeshadow no, i mean you might pick no, up the wrong type that's a bad move but no go sit at the bar maybe there's some chicks at the bar and you're it's inevitable you're gonna like end up talking to them if they're not sitting next to you like make some witty comment or whatever she's sitting right next to you you can say hey how's it going and you know what if, if the conversation doesn't go anywhere if she ignores you well what have you really lost? Nothing ventured, nothing gained. Here's the thing. A lot of guys, and I think myself at one point, I would stop myself from talking to a girl because I would, say, I would think to myself, well, what am I going to say? I don't have anything to say. And then I just wouldn't even talk to anybody. You but don't the thing need is, anything to say. Girls, <laughs> girls don't want to hear you talk. They want to talk. So open line, and they just be like, so do you, do you live in San Francisco? And then it's like they'll start prattling on about themselves. Nod your head. Make eye contact. Have maybe two questions, two just general questions in your mind, like, you know, 
what kind of music do you like or something else? Like, have you seen any good movies lately or what are you doing here? Exactly. You come here often. And usually you won't even get to the second or third question. Once you ask the first one, it'll just be like, and all you have to do is sit there and pretend like you're interested. And if all else fails, just go invest in some Rohypno. <laughs> Seriously, dude. <laughs> it's a, it's sure fire. It's, it's a dater's gold mine, that Rohypno. So uh, good luck, Edwin. We hope, hopefully we helped you out. And maybe in the future, we'll have that uh, pickup artist guy on the show and he can give some sound advice to all you virgins out there. Hey, and don't count out the uh, slightly older ladies. <laughs> yeah, actually, now that works. If you're talking about cougars, it's a whole other game. Yeah. I mean, cougars are a lot easier to score with, especially if you're 24 years old, dude. You can easily bang a 40-year-old chick. Uh, finally, we've got another email here from Pig's Eye who wrote in, hey, two things, no story though. How can I hotlink to the I want to know what love is video? I'd like to mail bomb everybody at the mega corporation I work at with it. Uh, <laughs> is that, he looking to get fired? Yeah, he must be. And it's what he's referring to is I made this uh, no, nasty video called I want to know what love is. And I think it's on our, is it on our photo section or audio section on the website? I think it is, yeah. And it's just pretty much everything sick that's on the internet. But the fact that this guy wants to mail bomb everyone and his company with it, he's probably going to end up losing his job. Maybe he has an anonymous email that nobody knows about. I don't know. I'd rather have him do that than go postal on everybody. Yeah, true. He says, also, I've created a sick and wrong group on Last.fm so we, your loyal listeners, can mock one another's taste in music. You know, I'm not familiar with Last.fm. Never heard of it before myself. But it's kind of cool that there's a sick and wrong group on there now. He's like, I'll gladly turn control over to one of you short bus riders if you like. I can't even be bothered to log on to the forum and would be as passive as a Girl Scout on Rohypnol as a moderator. See, Rohypnol works. Please plug it. The show it. is like Rohypnol themed for some reason. <laughs> Please plug it, queers. Uh, Last.fm slash group slash sick plus and plus wrong plus podcast. <laughs> so I guess go to Last.fm and do a search for Sick and Wrong pack Podcast and you can find the group here. Uh, thank you, Pig's Eye, for uh, sending that in and supporting the show. It's always nice. Uh, people, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show on iTunes. You're really helping us out. I don't know if you noticed, Wackily, we're on the second page, like the top of the second page now. <laughs> I have noticed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> iTunes. If you look at the iTunes top comedy podcast, Sick and Wrong has risen. We're the kings of infinite iTunes. Oh, yeah. So uh, thank you, people, for supporting us. And uh, leave a comment if you get a chance. Another great way to support the show is buy a fucking T-shirt. Let's create a sick and wrong army. People, wear the sick and wrong tee, you can buy it right off the main page. Speaking of ways to attract ladies at the bar. Sick and wrong T-shirt. And I recommend getting maybe like two sizes smaller than you're normally used to wearing. Just tight so it, physique. Yeah, so it accentuates your... Not you know, too tight because then you'll attract men. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> tight enough that the girls will be like, you know, they'll be into it. Hey, for some of these people, any attention is good attention. Yeah, but uh, but I mean, if you think about it, sick and wrong t-shirt is a good conversation starter. Because they're going to be like, what's sick and wrong? And you'll be like, oh, really? Yeah. Let well, me tell you what sick and wrong is. What podcast do you like? <laughs> <laughs> Remember, don't talk about yourself Ask her about herself. You're so going to get laid wearing a Sick and Wrong t-shirt. Uh, people, check out the Sick and Wrong forum. Uh, you can access it right off our main page. You know, we've had a lot of new people on there now. It's well over a 1,000 and a lot of people posting that used to be former lurkers that are yeah, posting. So yeah. a, lot, a lot of new chicks. And uh, yeah, as we mentioned before, the D and Lance Photoshop contest is ongoing right now. You can check it out right in the Sick and Wrong thread or the Sick and Wrong discussion thread or whatever it's called. <laughs> Uh, just go on there, and you can see some really uh, 
humorous pictures of uh, me and Lance. Some of them are very incredible. Yeah. There's one more week of the contest. Make your own sick and wrong Photoshop uh, uh, submission. And uh, yeah, we're going to have some fabulous prizes. Finally here, sick and wrong song of the week was sent in by Mark, our loyal listener from Chicago. He goes, don't remember hearing this one on your show before. Heard it on a Church of the Subgenius show a while back and thought you guys might find it amusing. It's called I Might Be a Cunt, But I'm Not a Fucking Cunt by This Is Serious Mom, otherwise known as T-I-S-M. Uh, they're the same guys who do that video with the bunnies that says, everyone has had more sex than me. I, mean, I don't know that song. It sounds kind of like that Dead Milkman song, uh, Everybody's Got Nice Stuff But Me. Yeah, it sounds familiar. But this is a great song, though. It's called uh, I Might Be a Cunt, But I'm Not a Fucking Cunt. Thank you, Mark, for uh, sending that in. People, we'll be back next week with episode 160. Until then... Take a sleaze. I might be a rock star, but I'll never be a critic. I might like on a bug, baby, watch us fucking sick. I might have screwed your sister, but I'll never screw your mom. I might have gone to uni, but at least I Dummy, 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 dummy